Welcome to the very first episode of Talking Shit, a podcast where I, Elizabeth Whipperman, opinionated bipolar woman with an English degree, interview someone about something they hate, and hopefully you, the listener, will learn something. This podcast will be released monthly on the first Friday of each month. I hope you enjoy this very first episode with my friend and retail savant, Seth. If you would like to be a guest on the show, you're welcome to fill out the Google form by following the link at the bottom of the page. Let's talk some shit. Hell yes. Yes. Oh my God. Finally, it's happening. <laughs> oh, God. It's been too long. Jeez. Dude. I, oh, it was so bad last week. It was like super tinny and robotic and everything that I said I could hear. And then I would interrupt myself. Like I'd be <laughs> trying to say something to you. And then what, like the beginning of my sentence, I would stop and listen to myself. It was like, oh. <laughs> Cause like, I was like, I almost was like, I'm just going to go for it. We can fucking make it work. There'll be a delay. Uh, yeah, no, that was awful. I was so pissed too. I just would have been like, I have so no cranky. idea what was going on. Yeah, me neither. Um, yeah, I was talking to one of the youth in the KBU program and they had, they were trying to record an interview through uh twitch and like they ended up just not getting the other person's audio afterwards which sucks but yeah i have high hopes for this it's recording so that's good hell yeah (laughs) we can hear each other i loud and clear yeah honestly this is better than any time we've ever talked on discord dude our internet here also in oceanside is better than any i've had in montana which is wild my parents are getting fiber optic internet sometime this year mm-hmm. and I'm so fucking jealous because I play so many video games as you know yeah and I just I wish that I was getting it because I fucking live in Missoula and my parents live in between Belt and Great Falls in the middle of nowhere and the middle of nowhere Montana is getting fucking fiber optic internet before the cities are what are they even gonna like use it for my family? Yeah. Um, I think my dad plays online solitaire. I don't think he plays against people. It's just connected to the internet. It's like a server that he plays it through Facebook or some shit. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of streaming, like Netflix. They're going to go wild. I don't think they'll notice a difference if I'm being 100% <laughs> honest with you. I will. I'm going to fucking take a week off work and just go down there and be like, mom, I'm taking your TV. (laughs) (laughs) I'm posting up in the living room for a week. I'm playing Destiny. Don't talk to me. This is mutual aid, mom. (laughs) I'm here for your peace of mind and also for your internet. (laughs) Shit. Well. Yeah, should we Should we do the thing? Let's do the thing. So I kind of didn't really write any notes. So I'm going off top of my head. I have like five notes. So yeah, we're, I'm really prepared. I have some notes and um, a very 
sloppily copy pasted document of some sources that I'm only going to read about two words from. Uh, and then I have a doodle of an otter on my paper. So oh. I'm also prepared. Uh, nice. I, I <laughs> have a picture of I got I got to I got to send you a picture of it for Christmas this year. Aaron and Tessa got me a print of Mac and Frank in the uh, fucking floaty like raft with the rum ham floating off in the distance oh and I, I put it up I got it with me for moral support because yeah. we're talking shit and... yes that is what we're doing we're talking, we're talking shit. shit oh my god holy shit that was so perfect um that's never gonna happen again on this podcast I bet um but we're talking never say never <laughs> too late uh <laughs> we're talking shit about the service industry and i have seth specifically retail specifically retail seth specifically retail suminich yes seth will you tell us a little bit about yourself your background kind of uh, your relationship to retail so i got my first retail job in Oh, 2012. Mm -hmm. After I graduated high school, I was working at fabric store in Great Falls, Montana. Oof. I know, right? And then um, I also kind of worked at a little hot dog restaurant there. Uh, I don't like food. I can't do food industry. Mad respect <laughs> to people. Mad respect to people who can handle food industry. I cannot. I will. Why? I will. I. I don't know. I can't do. I. I got a high body temperature. I don't like being in a kitchen. Like, mm -hmm. ooh, I can stand at a register and let people yell at me all day long. But as soon as I got to fucking take food to their table, it's a completely different story. I have worked at another restaurant that I loved. I worked at Burn Street Bistro a little bit here in Missoula. So few stories from there because that place was bombed. <laughs> people were really cool there. Yeah, the best workplaces have really lame stories. It's always the really bad places. I know that have the good ones. Yeah. I only have I do have one story from Burn Street. We'll get we'll get to that later. Um, after working at Fabric Store, I ended up at there was a little bit of time after because I did some school in for like four years, and I did. I was a night manager there. I was a cashier. I did freight. I did all sorts of shit there. And it's, it's so interesting dealing with, dealing with people in a, in that kind of customer service sense. Cause like, uh, you're like a half person at that point. Like, I feel like it's a step up from food service. <laughs> like, I'm going to be honest. I've seen the way people, like, even like my parents, I mean, my parents aren't bad. But I've seen some people just like tear into food service industry workers and it's so, so shitty. Do you think it's because everyone is hangry? Possibly. Honestly, I think that's a good thing. But I also, it's, it's, I'm going to, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes. That's a part of it. That's the, it's all inexcusable, but that's the most excusable <laughs> part. And then the other part just has to do with like, if you never worked, in customer service, like at a, at a retail job, you just don't, you don't view their, you don't view what they do as, in, as hard. And like inherently, it's not super hard to do. It's not super hard work. 
but it's dealing with the people that makes it hard. And it's because they view you as, they don't view your time as important. They don't view you as a person. They view you as an entity in the retail setting, my opinion. And it's, yeah. and it varies, it varies clientele. It varies with each, with, with each clientele of each different store that I've worked at. You know, Here, like, can I read you a thing real quick? Absolutely. So I have been reading or was reading. I quit because it's so depressing. <laughs> um, just general stories of customers being crazy during COVID. Um, this is from Beyond Business Groups by Vicki Birkinshaw. Uh, what I have observed during the pandemic, especially in my gallery cafe, is how customers tend to fall into four different categories of human response. Number one is the doomsday prepper. These are the people who went off into self-isolation before they needed to. They have resources and they are not prepared to take any personal risks or risks on behalf of their family. They could be immunocompromised. This is really hard to read without my glasses. The bulletproof contender. These are the people who do not like to be told what to do and will break the rules if they can get away with it. They believe the virus is not an issue. It won't happen to me. I know what to do. Then there's the rule follower. I will not do what you tell me, or I, I'm sorry, I will do what you tell me for the greater good. I need rules to follow or I will feel out of control, which is just kind of like me in general. Um, the casual observer, if it gets really bad, I will do something, but if it does come near me, it does, or if it does come near me, it does not matter. You know what? I might just skip this whole part because I'm reading this over and it's really stupid. Um, I honestly think it's super interesting. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm glad I didn't work at a grocery. I'm glad I didn't work at a grocery store during the pandemic. I'm going to just be honest with you. I, I, everybody, if you, if you're listening to this and you worked at a grocery store during the pandemic I feel really bad for you in that in that term in the, in the way of like you've had to deal with a lot mm -hmm. like I've, I've I've kept in touch with a handful of people from grocery store man they've told me about like fights like they've had people try and fight them mm -hmm. over masks and it's ridiculous and like I it's something I can't I can't comprehend and I've had to deal with it a little bit because I'm, you know, I'm currently working at a dispensary. Um, I've kind of dealt with it, but I've encountered so few people who are too good to put a mask on to buy cannabis. That's so interesting. Since I moved to Tillamook County, it's super conservative um, and sort of different from Montana in a way, just like the energy. I can't really explain it. But I was working at a farmer's co-op and I was just kind of on register and there's this little stuffed cow in there and somebody had put a mask on it, which is adorable. It's cute, you know, regardless of how you feel about it. It's just, I bet somebody just some got fun. mad, didn't they? Oh, somebody got mad. She uh, made some comment about middle-aged white lady, obviously. Um, made some comment about, oh, the cow doesn't want to be wearing the mask. And I was like... In my head, I'm like, it's a fucking stuffed animal. It doesn't want anything. I'm like, oh no, I think it looks cute. You know, whatever. And turns out she was QAnon. Um, Woof. And just went off about how, and this was like August of 2020. Um, so, you know, we're still like, we're still in it. Um, I mean, we still are now, but you know. 
uh, there was before the election. Light. There was less light at the end of the tunnel there. Yeah. You know, so like, it was there were no vaccines. There wasn't the election done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everyone out here is a Trump supporter. So it was just. Um, yeah, she was just going off about how there were two doctors in Texas that made a cure and then they were like arrested by the government. It's like, well, why would they do that? Um, <laughs> and then they were like, but they wouldn't share the cure. I don't know. It was just so stupid. Um, and I just kind of stood there and listened to her and eventually she kind of went away because I just stopped engaging, but Honestly, I just thought the cow looked really cute in like a little surgical mask. I don't know. Honestly, like that's like the number one fucking method that I use to diffuse situations is I just listen. I don't say anything. I don't say anything. I don't reaffirm. I don't go, oh, yeah. Oh, that's crazy. I don't even do the basis. I just kind of look at them and I nod. Um, I take and back. Eventually, they'll run out of steam because that's like that's how that's how I've dealt with most shitty customers and i mean granted you know i'm a man and i'm a larger dude so i don't get i don't get people to fly off the handle fortunately for me yeah it depends in my mood (laughs) yeah that's totally fair (laughs) um i take back what i said about this vicky birkinshaw's thing being stupid um so well, yes and no, because just like that sort of just letting the because that's just a way of letting the customer win, right? Like, or defusing the situation in which they like, I don't know, don't get any sort of negative consequence for their like ridiculous behavior. Um, what Vicky writes is if it is apparent that a satisfying a rude customer is going to take two hours and a bottle of aspirin and still result in negative referrals, it may be better to take the high road and draw a compromise in their favor. And it's just like, at what point are you just like, fuck it, I don't care about a review, get the hell out of here. Like, I don't know. What do you Uh, think? (laughs) Totally depends person to person and also like depending on what kind of store you're in. Like the fabric and clothing stores. There was no. There was no point in which you're like, oh, you got to leave, especially like a clothing store. Like they drill into you. The customer service is the number one thing, you know, making sure that they leave happy is the number one thing. Um, less so in the smaller, like the smaller businesses that I've, that I've been in, you know, Oh man. And honestly, like as far as like where the line is drawn, it varies day to day, depending on what's going on. If I haven't dealt with a bunch of shitty people in a day, I'm definitely down to deal with one shitty person for longer than if I had a bunch of shitty people that I had to deal with in one day. Um, and it, it also depends on like, and this is me personally, it depends on how like uh like they're like the 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 way that they're freaking out or the way that they're being like abrasive you know if they're directly attacking me fuck them i don't give a shit Mm -hmm. i don't i don't care like you can't do that you can't do that you can't be rude to me if they're just kind of like blowing off steam and i know like like 
we'll use we'll use my current job mm-hmm. as an example like there's a lot of there's a lot of red tape and a bunch of hoops you got to jump through for medical medicinal use cannabis in the state of montana and like if somebody comes in and they're huffing and puffing about the state generally I'm not like my threshold for that is really high. I can deal with that because they're not mad, you know? And like, you know, if then, if they're like, I'm not mad at you, I'm just frustrated. I get that. I get that. And I'm not going to be, I'm not going to like tell you to knock it off if you're just being frustrated about something. Cause you know, that's, that's, that's a, that's a human emotion. But if you come into the store, like I had a guy come into the store and I, I had weighed him out the end of a jar or something and the nugs were small and he looked at me and he goes you know the last time i came in here this shit was on i got a discount for the smaller nugs and i was like well that's why it's on sale you asked for the sale strain and he like dumped the dram into his hand and he looked at me and he goes did you see what you bud tended me and i was like yes yes i did yes i looked at it as and I he looked at me and he goes and he did left. you see what you bud tended me and i was week. like yes yes i did <laughs> And he was a huge dick. And he looked at me and he goes, you know, the last time you weighed this out and he looked down at my name tag, he goes, you know, the last time you weighed this out, Seth, you know, I got this. And he points at one of my other coworkers. He's like, he gave me a discount and he was just going on and he kept pressing my buttons and he kept pressing my buttons. And I was like, all right, dude, well, I'm not doing this. And I took his stuff and I was like, this sale's done. Store's closed. You're the last, you came in here at like two minutes before close being a huge dick. I was like, you can't, I'm not going to do this. And then he started yelling at me and I was like, cool. Well, now you're 86. Now you can't come to sp- dispensary. Maybe I shouldn't say my name. The company's yeah. Name. I was going to say, do you want me to blur all yes, of them you, out or just, just the one I'm currently working at. Okay. I don't care yeah. so much about grocery store, clothing store and whatever the other one was. Fuck. I, I, yeah, just blur them out, blur them out. Yeah. Okay. I don't it. know what I, I don't know what I signed up for. But like a current dispensary I'm working at. And I was like, you can't, you can't go to any of them anymore. Like all the ones around the state. I was like, it's done. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to deal with this. And I messaged my manager and I was like, yo, this is what happened. This is what I did. I 86, the guy. And her response was, oh, cool. Fuck him. <laughs> Yay. Oh my Cause it's God. like, it's like, you know, and like, that's one of the things that I love about my current job is if you come in and you're an asshole we're not going to serve you. We're not going to deal with that. And that's like, that's like where I was saying, you know, if you come in and you're frustrated, that's one thing. But like when you come in and you're just being a dick, like there was, there was one weekend I was out of town, not out of town. I I don't, I wasn't working on the weekend and this guy came in and I, I wasn't there. I don't know the ins and outs of what happened, but it, it came down to a patient screaming at this this girl who was working there and like i don't know whether she did anything wrong in the transaction or whatever either way the the correct response to that isn't screaming at her and calling her a bitch which is what happened so then he got 86 he got 86 and then the next time he came in like i didn't realize that was the person i called him up and then on his little like sheet Mm -hmm. it was like you you've like it said the reason and i was like yo dude you can't come back in here dude lost his shit 
dude lost his shit and it's so funny it's so funny when they're finally like when people finally get into a position like that like i told him he wasn't allowed back in and he told me he was going to call the state (laughs) okay and yeah and i was like okay good luck getting through first of all yeah and then also like i would love to be a fly on the wall or to tap in and hear that conversation. Hey, yo, this place wouldn't sell to me because I was being rude. Okay. And what do you want me to do about it? Well, you know, they were being they were being mean to me because I was being mean to them. Can you do something about it? Like what like what do you expect the state to do? It's our right to refuse service. Um, yeah, because it's not actually, like Sorry, because it's not like dispensaries have like a prescription, right? Because it's not- no. And there was at one point, like a few years back, not a few, about about a year ago from the time mm-hmm. that we're recording this, um, it was a tethered market. So like when when you were living in Missoula, mm-hmm. you know, you were signed up through my dispensary, and you couldn't go to another one. Now, and when this happened with this with this guy, mm-hmm. it's untethered. If you have a med card, you can go to anywhere in the state. Okay. And like when it wasn't untethered, I, there was a lot less people and a lot more like deliberation with managers for like, Hey, if we're kicking this guy out, people need to know, and people need to know why, <laughs> because that means that they have to go and re-sign up with the state to get somewhere else. And it's a whole yeah. ordeal versus now when somebody looks at me, Oh, you're not going to sell me my, my medication. And it's, it's so funny when they say that, cause nine times out of 10, it's just some guy fucking not using it like that, you know, like for every person that's using it for like legit medical reasons, there's a half person who's using it for recreational reasons who got a green card. But it's, it's just so funny because like you like and that's like like when I worked at the grocery store, people would be like, we're going to stop coming here. And it's like, all right. <laughs> please like that's like the biggest fucking that's like the biggest thing that people it's like the biggest threat that they say is like i'm gonna stop coming here i'm gonna i'm done okay make my life a lot easier if you do that you know and it's so it's so fucking ridiculous i had this one guy come in once and it was the i was working at the grocery store and it was the day before thanksgiving it was the day before thanksgiving which is like the Black Friday of grocery stores. Mm-hmm. You know, like that is yeah. the biggest day of the year. They're prepping two months in advance. Yeah, I remember when I was working at other grocery store and working in the meat department with all the fucking frozen turkeys just everywhere, all over the place. But it's continue. nuts. <laughs> it's nuts. And, but this guy, like I had two transactions that were 200 plus dollars like the whole shebang turkey stuffing olives multiple loaves of bread and or ingredients to bake your own every little bit sweet potatoes like pans you know like butter Mm -hmm. grease like anything that you'd need like people would come up and get because you know that's you know they buy it all that day and they cook it on thanksgiving well there was one guy one fucking guy who had a six pack a pint of ice cream and a frozen pizza king hell yeah all about (laughs) it but then he lost his shit 
because he had to wait through two full Thanksgiving dinner transactions. And it's like, it's like every, every single check stand is full. And he didn't even go to the tiny check stand. Like he didn't even go to like the little, like the, the courtesy counter one where there's like, it's smaller. So like, like if you would have went up there with a $200 transaction, nobody would have turned you away. But like, that's where the pay, the not patients, the customers like go to that check stand as like the express lane. And he's like staring at me and he goes, why is this taking so long? And I was like, well, she had to go grab something. It's the day before Thanksgiving. And he just like, fuck this. Just screamed and stormed out and left his shit in there. And I was just like, I don't know why you came here for this today. Wait until tomorrow. It'll be way slow tomorrow. It's, it's just people, people are just ridiculous. And they like, I honestly think that there's like a part of people's brains that they just shut off. Cause I know I do it. Like if I'm out shopping, I'm not, I'm not fucking thinking a hundred percent. Like I am if I was at my job, you know, but I think that that's, that's where a lot of shit goes. Cause like you'd get people that would come in and just be like, ah, for like, for example, like one of the things that was like my biggest fucking pet peeve as a cashier, you'd, you'd have like your card reader go down or something. And so your tills only accepting cash for like 45 minutes while your manager's on it, but it's, on the phone with it but it's too busy for you to close your till down all the way so you got a big old sign up that says cash only and it's just the one it's just the one just the one register like if you would have took five seconds to look around you would have saw that the other registers are not cash only just this one and i would try my like my whole thought process on it was like well if i take a piece of receipt paper and i write out of order and i drape it over the like chip reader or like the the swipe part of the card reader mm-hmm. people wouldn't swipe their cards people walk up ignore the cash only sign flip the piece of paper up and then swipe their cards and then look at me and they go well, why isn't this going through and i was like well it's cash only the flipping the paper is too much without reading it without reading it without reading it it's it's ridiculous it, it, it boggles my mind and like this is like a common occurrence and then they'd look at me and they'd be like wait we're cash only like the whole store and I was like no 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 just this register you know like and I'd point towards the sign I was like there's a sign right there that just says register one only using cash card readers broken <laughs> well then what do I do I, was like, I, I don't know what to tell you man <laughs> we're gonna have to ship you over to that one and you're gonna have to wait in line and it's like any amount of inconvenience that happens to people they just blow up and it's not everybody granted it's not everybody i had tons of the grocery store that i worked at i had tons of really really awesome people and i mean for the most part like with that place and my current place of employment there's been some really ridiculous encounters but nothing like like i'm going home and i'm raging about it you know Mm -hmm. like i had this one lady at the grocery store call up and like i answered the phone and like i had one manager who was just like you know make sure people are happy when they leave so that was what i always tried to do i was like if we can smooth things over for the for the for them make sure that whatever they think is the issue is fine then we're good to go and there's this one lady who called up and i could tell that she was like in her 90s just by like answering the phone and I was like, yeah, what's going on? This is Seth. Welcome to, or thanks for calling. What can I do for you? And she just goes, I can't believe that you let the meat department do this. 
You son of a bitch. I know the audacity of me for letting them get away with that. I know. And I, but like I was like, I'm I'm so sorry. What? And she goes, I can't believe that the meat department did this. She repeated herself. I was like, I, what? What's going on? And then she was like, she lists off everything on this package except for the brand and what the item was. <laughs> she tells me nutritional information. She tells me how much it weighs. Mm. And she's like, it's. And she, she doesn't tell me what's wrong with it either. <laughs> and I finally get her to like, tell me what it was. It was like a single serving, like 75 cent pack of like the generic deli meat. Mm-hmm. And it had gone rancid. And I don't know if it was because she bought it from the store rancid or because she left it in her fridge for so long, but it was like a 75 cent, maybe a dollar 50 item. Mm-hmm. And she called me and was up in arms about it. And I said, well, I can't do a credit card return over the phone. And she goes, well, I don't want to use a credit card. And I'm like, well, I can't really do like like a cash transaction over the phone. You know, like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And I was like, well, like, if you come over, like, if you, if, if she's like, I, I was like, well, if you come in, we can do a return. And she's like, well, I live super far away and I have to pay $8 to take a taxi there. And I was like, well, I totally understand that, that, you know, I don't want you to have to pay to come. I don't want to have to go out of your way to get this fixed. And I said, well, if you bring the item in next time, you just, you next time that you come here and you tell them that I said, you can do a return. Cause I was a manager at the time. I was like, they'll accept it. No questions asked, you know? And I was like, give them my name. My name is Seth. Just walk up and say, Seth said, I can return this. They'll call a manager up to approve it. Tell them that you spoke with me. And she goes, what was your name again? And I said, Seth. And she goes, all right, Seth, goodbye. And then slammed the phone down. And I was like, I, I have no idea what she wants me to do. Cause like, you can't do a return over the phone. Like that's Mail where a check wherever. for 75 cents. Yeah. Like what? I can't, I can't do, I can't, I can't give you cash over the phone. I don't even know where you live. I couldn't even deliver cash to you. And I, I, I go up to the front register and I'm just kind of like venting to one of my coworkers about it. Cause I mean, it's kind of ridiculous. You know, it's, it's one of those things where you're like, I can't believe what just happened. And nine times out of 10, the, the really weird or shitty, the really weird or shitty like transactions that or interactions that I've had in these, in these jobs, they become hilarious stories. Mm-hmm. you know like so she came in later that day you know and I get called up to the front and on the way to the front I get met by the guy I was venting to who's walking back on his lunch and he goes hey I can't be sure but I'm pretty sure that the lady that you talked to on the phone about the meat is in the building she took a taxi and everything she took a taxi and paid eight dollars to get a 75 cent return she took a taxi and paid eight dollars can i do for you to get a 75 cent return she goes i spoke to one of your managers on the phone his name was keith (laughs) and then i sat there and listened to her just for like 15 minutes just complain (laughs) to me about me but she got my name wrong and i introduced myself i was like hey i'm seth how's it going and she goes well i'm here to talk to you about keith (laughs) 
We didn't. I thought have it was first. the meat department that she had the beef with. She had. Well, it was ham. Uh... And it was rancid. <laughs> and I don't know. Like she comes up and she's just like, I can't. Keith was so rude to me on the phone and he said he couldn't help me. And I was like, I, that asshole. <laughs> And I just sit there and I just talk shit about Keith for a second with this old lady. And then she calms down and I'm like, all right, now we can go do this return. And then she got mad because I wouldn't let her cut to the front of the line. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, what the fuck? I'm not going to let you cut to the front of the line when there are people here to spend hundreds of dollars on groceries when you're doing a 75 cent return. <laughs> I wouldn't let you cut in line even if it was a $200 return. I'm not going to do that. I saw her again like three months later and she had no idea who I was. Is Keith still working here? She, he was not. He's not, <laughs> ma'am. I promise you, we, I took care of it. And that was like, I told her, I was like, I will sit down. I will make sure that Keith has a very stern talking to. And I did. <laughs> we didn't even have anybody working there named Keith. Where do we want to go from here? Just got a bunch of stories. Yeah. Honestly. Like, Tell us I, some stories. There's some ridiculous. I've got like, they're not all necessarily bad, but they're all ridiculous. There was this one lady who came in one time. It was like 9.45 at night on like a Monday. And I am closing manager at the grocery store. And this woman walks in. I'm not there. I'm not up at the front. I get a call to the front. I go up and there's this little old lady I had seen a thousand times. And I was like, yeah, yeah. What can I do for you? And she looks at me and she's like about in tears. And she just goes, my car battery, my car check engine light is on. And I just left Les Schwab and they told me it was fine, but it came back on and I don't know what to do. And I had to like stop and remind myself that I worked at a grocery store for a second. And I was like, you know, like I'm not really great at cars. I work at a grocery store. And she asks me, well, is anybody in here good with cars? And then she proceeded to walk with me to ask every single employee who I had on shift that night, whether or not they were good at cars. And it's a, grocery store at 9 45 at night in a college town we didn't have anybody who knew shit like everybody was like yeah i can drive i know how to drive my car or a bunch of people who were like yeah i walked because my car is broken down or just like i don't own a car i don't own a car one of them was like i have a scooter and i, I it was so such an awkward experience this whole time just like i don't like ah, it's your check i don't know what to tell you and we finally get to the last person and they were just like, no, I don't know how to use, I don't know anything about engines. Like, like I, I know how to change. I know how to check my oil. And then she like, looks at me and she goes, I'm just so scared to, to drive home. Is my car going to explode? And how do you respond to that? I can't say for sure, man. There's always a small chance. <laughs> And I was like, you know, my car has a check engine light on all the time because there's a failure with the wiring and the check engine lights just always on. 
And she goes, that's not good enough. And I was like, well, I, I don't know. You're at a grocery store, ma'am. Yeah. If you want mechanic advice, you have to pay me like twice as much. People would do that shit all the time. The, there was one of my friends used to like, there was this couple that came in for their IT help. No. I mean, he had no issue with it. He was like, yeah, they like, and it would be like, they couldn't figure out how to turn Bluetooth on, on their iPhone. So they had to track down my friend who was one of my, who was like manager with me at, at the, at the grocery store. And he'd just show up and be like, got to swipe this thing down and press that button. You get <laughs> Once I think it was like in airplane mode or something. And they had no idea. Like it was this little old couple, little old lady would come in. Can you help me with my phone? I had a guy come into the dispensary once. I was weighing out an eighth or something. And he goes, I finally learned how to use the metric system. <laughs> and I was like, that's really awesome, man. Good for you. And he goes, yeah, if you have two eighths, that's a quarter. And two quarters, that's a half. And like, I, I, I didn't have the heart. I didn't have the heart to be like, yeah, dude, those are fractions. <laughs> That's you use fractions in both standard and metric. You know, it's not a unit of measurement. It's like it is a unit of measurement, but it's not like it's not weight. Maybe he's it's just excited because he figured out like, oh, can I get an eighth? Can I get like a I don't understand that still, even though I've well, been I mean, like a while, but I mean, like, that's fine. I just was just, like, blown away, but, like, I understand metric. And I was like, oh, cool, dude. I'm so happy. Like, and I was like, I was, like, super stoked, too. I was like, hell yeah, man. Getting out there. Learning how the rest of the world does shit. It makes more sense. And then he hits me with the fractions thing, and I'm just like, oh, no. It's like using military time. Like, it makes more sense. Like, other places do it. But you have to do a little bit of math. I hate military time. I have it on my computer. I don't know if it's done anything for me, but I have to think a little bit harder when I look at the time. I have a hard time with analog clocks. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. A lot of people do. I need more obstacles for me telling time. I can Looking use giant an ice clock. clock. I can use military time, but you hit me with 1500 hours and I got to sit and think for a second that that's three in the afternoon. And I'm like, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> it hits 1359 and then it goes to 14. It's yeah. a lot. But 14 minus two, it's two o'clock. It's two o'clock. What time is it? No. I don't it's only 1240. Yeah. Nah. Well, that's my time. Your time is like 1.40. It's almost 2 o'clock for me. Yeah, it's 2 o'clock somewhere. It <laughs> is. It is. <laughs> All right, next story. Next story. <laughs> story time. Oh, man. I get, I get asked all the time, like, what are the weirdos? Who's the weirdest person that's come into the dispensary? And yeah, it's gotten a little weirder since untethering but the real weirdos went to the grocery store mm -hmm. and i don't i'm sure you know that from the mm -hmm. little bit that you worked at the he said there was one here 
in Montana. And then you said you worked at a co-op, right? Yep. I had one guy come in. I had one guy come in and he looks at me and he goes, Hey, I don't want to go to a doctor, but do you know what you should do if you've had a bug in your ear for over a year? I don't want to go to a right? doctor. But do you and know I looked at him and I was like, man, I have no idea. I'd go see a, a doctor. He got so mad at me for telling him that I would go see a doctor. And it's like, man, like, why are you asking a guy at the grocery store? Because it's cheaper than going to the doctor. I get that. And I respect not wanting to go to the doctor as an American. But don't ask your don't ask the guy at the grocery store for medical advice. Just don't do that. Maybe you look like a doctor. You just give off that doctor energy. You know, I was working nine to five. <laughs> and when I was working Monday, Friday, nine to five at the grocery store, I work, I work nine to five Monday through Friday. I'm basically a doctor. <laughs> Oh my god, at my last job. I would say that to anybody who would listen to me. Oh my god, my last job. (laughs) Um, one of my coworkers was like, Oh my dogs. He was always trying to fucking get out of work, so he would just make shit up constantly, but they believed him. Um he's like, Oh what's that? Good for that guy. Oh no, he was great. I actually he was one of the two out of four people there I liked working with. Um yeah, he was like, Oh my dog ate some like rotten salmon and now she's i think she's dying i'm gonna have to like go shoot her tonight um again tillamook county it is rough out here and the lady who's training me to be a secretary she was like oh i i went to like vet school for a bit like i i can help you blah 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 and i was kind of like taken back because she like had no idea from all i kind of knew she just stayed in like Tillamook County her whole life and like didn't have any I heard formal that education. County County has one of the most premier veterinary schools within a five mile radius. I'm assuming that's a that's a joke. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I know nothing about Tillamook <laughs> County, except I'm assuming that that's where Tillamook Dairy comes from, and I really yes. like their cheese and There's ice a cream. Huge factory here. Um, when you visit, we can go. I. Don't go. I don't want to go, but I'll I'll go with you. I mean, you don't have to go, but I'm definitely gonna go. Oh, we should go because then I'd feel better if I went with you. You gonna watch them going. make the cheese? I don't know. Uh, I just there's know a... there's always a bunch of people standing outside, and I moved here during the pandemic, so it always just gives me the heebie-jeebies. Man, I, that is the weirdest thing. Like right now, like with the with the CDC mask stuff. I'm like constantly like, I don't know if I should be wearing my mask at work or not. Like I, CDC says it's fine not to, but I feel like I should still. So weird. Yeah. It's so weird. I was having that. I was actually having that conversation with my friend who works. He still works over at the grocery store. I used to this morning, you know, he was like, yeah, I walked out, like forgot to put my mask on. And I was like, I know CDC says it's fine, but I felt like I was breaking the law. Right. I get that. There's only like two people in my whole store that were like, I'm not wearing my mask. And I was Are like, they yeah. vaccinated? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, at least they're vaccinated. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's not like, you know, and that's like, that was like their, that was like their thing. They're like, yo, CDC says it's fine. Mask mandates, mask mandates gone for in Montana for better or worse. And, you know, like, I was like, hell yeah. Like, 
do it up. CDC says it's fine. My heart tells me that it's not for no logical reason. Same. Feels too early. Yeah, in Tillamook County, you kind of wouldn't have thought there was a mask mandate, like at all. Although we have a pretty high vaccination rate, but that's because we have a lot of older folks and veterans here. I think Missoula does too. Yeah, that makes sense. It's like a lib place though. It is. It is. <laughs> Keep uh, thinking about ice cream. All right, back on subject. I'm just like, yeah, sitting here thinking <laughs> about ice cream. They have this really good one. It's uh, monster cookies, if you're into that. I am. Um, I am. My family oh, would make so a, good. an amazing monster cookie. Yeah, you should try that one next if you can find it. I will. I'm going to go to a grocery store and be an absolute perfect member in a grocery store i'm not going to be i'm not going to hassle anybody if they don't have it i'm going to leave peacefully uh, what is your who is like your favorite customer like somebody you saw come in and you were just like thank god that that's the kind of person i'm dealing with right now there was this lady oh i feel so bad i can't even remember her name it was like i would stop what i was doing and hug her this little like Greek Orthodox lady that would come in and she would just BS about like the church functions that she was going to, what her kids were up to. And she would always come in and buy, it was a pack of smokes and a kombucha Mm -hmm. after church. And she was like, I got to get my healthy thing. And she put her kombucha down and then she'd just go, and then I got to get my vice. And then I'd go grab her cigarettes for her. And (laughs) I loved her so much. She would, she brought like, and she was just like a, like a regular at the grocery store. There were so many cool people at the grocery store. Mm -hmm. Um, But she was one of my favorites. She brought cake multiple times. Like if she knew it was like a cashier's birthday, she'd bake a cake, come by, drop the pan off and then come back like the next week to pick the pan up. That is so freaking wholesome. I know, right? Um, Dude, that's, you don't shit where you eat. Keep that fucking place clean. You take care of the people that take care of you. Like that is, not that that's like the expectation for when you go into a grocery store, but like when you're a part of the same community. That was the thing is she lived and you know, that was like that, that specific grocery store as you know, was like smack dab in the middle of town, in the middle of a residential area. Mm-hmm. And the people, honestly, the people who lived in that neighborhood were some of my favorite people. There was um, like an apartment building behind that, behind the, like across the street from, from the back of the store that had a bunch of really, really eccentric folk that would come in just just all day doing just weird shit just like what are you up to today oh i'm going golfing i was like yeah i never expected you to be the kind of guy who's golfing and then you'd go outside and he's just hitting balls in the parking lot <laughs> hell yeah man and there was this one kid who would come in and he was one of my all-time favorites i never really spoke with him i never super interacted with him but he was just fun to like watch we called him helmet kid because he would always come in he'd ride his bike to the store. And then instead of taking his helmet off in the store, he would leave it on and he was like 10 years old. And it didn't matter if he was like in the store for five minutes or 25 minutes, helmet was always on. 
unless he walked he didn't wear the helmet if he walked but like that's how we would recognize him like oh the kid with the helmet and then it turned into helmet kid and then his dad was helmet dad and they were the helmet (laughs) family and when he grows up he's going to be helmet man and then helmet man's going to have helmet son eventually Mm. Uh, but he came in one day and him and his dad were like I was I had just gotten done with like a with like a page with a customer I keep saying patient because of my current work I'd just gotten done checking a customer out and I didn't have anybody in my line and the person in like the next line over was helmet dad and helmet kid and they had bought something from the medicine aisle like some allergy medications or something and they scan it and it's just the one item and the cashier tells him the price and the kid looks up at the dad and he's maybe 12 years old and he's like, I thought medicine was cheap, dad. And the dad just goes, no. And the kid just kind of goes, but like, didn't, didn't Obama and his dad just cuts him off and he just goes, no. And I, <laughs> I watched this kid have the most real moment. Like it's, all of his like bicycle injuries like flashing before his eyes just like yeah you know like the daddy (sighs) like the gif (laughs) of the dog or they put like the vietnam flashbacks he had that face on just like (laughs) just complete and utter disbelief just jaw just hanging um that was the first time i ever like that he ever came on my radar and he just would always come in and there was one time he came in and he'd like walked to came up to me and he was in his scout unit boy scout uniform hey we're just we're doing that we're can, can we set up okay i'm uh can uh we're chilling can i can we set up can and then his dad <laughs> just jumps in <laughs> they're doing a chili cook-off and we were hoping we could set up a thing outside and sell tickets for it and i was like yeah absolutely and like super hilarious like i immediately texted like my friend that like we're like hey this kid came in because like it used to be like oh we'd see him we'd see him out busking we'd see him and his dad out at like the farmer's market you see helmet kid playing music with his thing out and like we'd go toss a dollar and i'd like message my friend who like we loved this kid and he'd also show up and like throw him a dollar and then i was i messaged him and i messaged one of my friends because i had told her about him and she goes oh my god I know that kid and she was working at a hair salon place and the kid came into the hair salon place when my friend was working as a receptionist there and asked her where are the managers and she said they're in the back and before she could say in a meeting he was gone <laughs> and walked right into this meeting and just we're selling tickets to a chili cook-off. Can I sell you one? Would you like to buy a chili cook-off ticket? And everybody did because this kid just fucking walked right into a meeting and they're like, I mean, <laughs> wow, you got some gumption. What are you going to do? Say no? Get the exactly. hell out of here, kid. Yeah, right? Like, I think you'll get rid of him faster if you just buy a $5 ticket to the chili cook-off. Oh, my God. I loved that kid. He was great. Oh. That's what's been one of the hardest things about COVID is like, sorry, I keep bringing it back, but just like missing the children like around, I feel like you saw less of them. During COVID or before COVID? Like during COVID, like out and about, like kids, 
like not at the grocery store doing the weird things they do or like you know playing out on the playground and making oh, a ruckus man. i know and... exactly what you're talking about they were like just... kids really are the best customers they really are they really are like i love talking to them so much and like if if i could when i was on when i was a cashier like at a grocery store not not at my current job i won't i won't do it like if there's a kid up there i'm not in this, like i'm talking only to the parent but like when i was at a grocery store or like when i was closed store if there was a kid that came through there was this one kid who came through closed store cuz i do not remember the interaction but he was like 4 years old and he walked up and he goes i'm blah 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 i don't remember what his name was i'm this is my name what's your name and i was like taken aback by just how upfront and incredibly personal this like four or five year old was and like i did not talk to the parents the whole time he asked me how like he asked me if i like dinosaurs and shit and i was like you bet your ass i love dinosaurs i did not say that to a child Mm. (laughs) but i was like of course i love dinosaurs there was this one kid that came through uh the grocery store like that too and he was i really liked this kid him and his mom would come through quite frequently it was like one of their stops like she'd pick him up from school and they'd stop at the grocery store and one day i noticed that he was wearing some star wars stuff and it was like right before and right after the force awakens was released so like star wars was huge in my friend groups mm-hmm. uh, uh, and i remember he came in one day and i was like oh like I, you're wearing star wars like wh- who's your favorite like what's up with that like anytime i'd see star wars or like pokemon stuff on a kid and the kid wasn't super shy i'd ask them about it mm-hmm. and i remember this kid looking at me goes my favorite character is jar jar binks hell and yeah and i was like i love this kid so binks. much <laughs> and so then every time he came through i'd ask him about star wars and then when force awakens came out i was like hey so have you seen the new star wars movie yet and he goes no i haven't yet we're waiting and his mom just goes it's just really busy at the theaters we're gonna go when the crowds are a little later i went and saw it it was it was what it was what it was what it was and then i see the kid and i was super excited because i was like hey did you go see the movie and he just turns around and we're in the front of the grocery store it's like three weeks after the first movie had come out and like the internet had been so good about spoilers and this kid just fucking spoils that whole movie right in the front of the grocery store. <laughs> he just looks at me and he goes, yeah, it was really crazy when Han died. And yeah. the entire front end of the grocery stores just goes. <gasps> and like the cashier that was with her, like with him, just like she put her hands over her ears and fell like down. She's like, no, she'd been waiting to watch it with her boyfriend. Cause, uh, <laughs> And this poor kid had no clue. And his his mom just kind of goes, and like puts her hands over his mouth. He's like, you can't can't say at the ends of movies like that, man. (laughs) And this poor kid just had no idea. You got to say when that really sad thing happened. And he's just like, I just wanted to talk about Star Wars. (laughs) It's all traumatized now. He's like, I'm never going to talk about it. He didn't talk to me for like a month. Oh. He finally did. He did again. Like I, I think he was okay, but like, oh man, I, it's, I thought it was so funny because it wasn't spoiled for me. But like every single, like there were people four check stands away who were just like, oh my god, it's hilarious. Children. 
people just say the most ridiculous things to me at my job. I had a guy come into and I was like, hey, he's like, I was like, hey, what, what do you want to grab? And he goes, I want to get a chocolate bar. And I was like, okay, cool. Well, did you want to get the sativa bar, the indica bar, or the hybrid bar? And he goes, the one with THC. I was like, okay, well, they all have THC. The mind one. And so I immediately, I'm just like, all right, we're going to just get this through. I'm not going to talk to you. Slapping the keyboard, putting shit in. And we were giving away like free CBD soap that day. And I was like, hey, we got some free CBD soap. And I hand him the soap and he picks it up and he looks at me and he goes, you know, I'm not going to use this. I'm a firefighter. Ugh. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? I have friends that are firefighters and I know that they use soap. I was like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I have friends that are firefighters and I know that they <laughs> use soap. And a coworker that heard it who just like looked at me just like with these wide eyes, just like, what in the fuck did that person just say to you? When I was working as a secretary, uh, it was right after the insurrection at the Capitol or like around that. I uh, was talking to some guy on the phone, just kind of shooting this shit. Um I was like, oh, you know, how we, how you doing? He was like, oh, I'm all right, you know. Glad I'm far from D.C., you know. Ha, 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 ha. And I was like, I don't, I don't really know what that means. Um, but then we talked shit on Nancy Pelosi, which was cool. It's like, I know we're talking shit for different reasons, but this is, this is fine for now. <laughs> yeah, That's it's like just like the shit that people just like choose to talk about. Like this is the conversation. There was I feel one like guy. There was now. one guy who'd come into the dispensary and just constantly talk about how much he hated Trump. And it's like I'm on your side, man. I'm with you. I don't want to talk about that at work. I don't want to talk about that in. I don't. I do not want to talk about politics or religion in a retail setting. Mm. It's too much. It's too much. Just because, like, you never know. You never know what the next person who comes up, what they're, what they believe and how strongly they believe it, you know? And like, I found that it just, it opens cans of worms that are best. It, it just, it opens a dialogue that's best left to not have in, a, in my workplace setting. And it's just like, I was like, man, like you, he, there was, he'd come in and there was a nine out of 10 chance that he would talk about Trump. And a one out of 10 chance that he would talk about like old school guitar. And I was like, man, you're so much more cooler when you're talking to me about music mm. than you are when you're talking to me about politics. Even though I agree with you, even though I agree with you, even though I'm not, I'm not a Trump fan. I never was. I don't want to talk about that right now. And like, people don't get that vibe either. I don't know. I don't know what it is about being in a customer service position or me. Maybe it's me specifically, but I just get like, I have a coworker who calls it trauma dumping. Yes, dude. Same. Holy shit. I think it's because if you don't set like, you know, people, the, the same people that they complain about, like, oh, they gave me shitty customer service are the people that like immediately set that boundary of like, I'm not talking about anything like with you. Whereas you're like, 
you're friendly and you're doing your basic fucking job of customer service. Oh yeah, and that's they like, take it as an invitation. To, I don't know oh, how man. to stop that. I don't know how to get somebody to stop talking to me about their fucking friend that that was shitty to them. And like the thing, like I would always like when I would when I when I was talking about it or the grocery store, I would call them like the oversharers because they'd come up and they would like dish about their relationships. And like how he did this or she did that. And they would always use their first names, never a last name. Like I knew the person that they were talking about. <laughs> and it's, it's turned into like, there was, there was one patient that came into the dispensary who like, I hadn't seen in like four months. And I finally saw her and I was like, Hey, it's really good to see you. How you been? And she immediately goes off on this huge rant about her, how her doctors are fucking her over. And I was like, Oh, okay. I, I'm like, I don't want to sound rude. I don't want to be like, I'm not talking about this. We're not doing this. I don't want, I don't care. Cause I mean, like, I don't, I mean, I don't want to sound like a dick, but like, I got yeah. my own, I got my own shit. I got my friend's shit that I'm, that I'm involved with, you know, like, I just, I don't, I don't have the spoons. I don't have the spoons to give out to another person's like needs, especially when they're just there to like make a purchase. But like you stand there and you just kind of like let the words get thrown at you. Cause what the fuck else are you supposed to do? That is the fucking gist of like the effects of working in retail. Like you just summarized it. Like what what else are you gonna do? Like reading through yeah. all of those articles, it's like in the end, literally all of them, it's just pick your battles and usually you're just gonna give up by the end of it. Like they are all like, Oh, you know, learn de escalation techniques, blah blah blah. It's like, are you gonna train your employees on de escalation? Like there's so much that goes into it. And like there's no way they're gonna do like any sort of even remotely official training for somebody like definitely not definitely not yeah maybe like larger corporations will do like a little training video but that's but it's gonna be for the larger corporations that give people that kind of stuff it's like like i could see like huge like the tjx corporation i know like zoomies probably the two places I mentioned because I know people who've worked there and have gone to like manager meetings that are like conventions, like we're going to be doing this. And I could see them getting de-escalation training at like a big managerial convention. Mm -hmm. But like the mom and pop grocery store. No, you're not going to get de-escalation training. I can kind of de-escalate things just because like I'm, like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not there to escalate, you know? Mm -hmm. And cause I'm willing to like sit and like, listen and try and make things right. But I, I'm, I don't have de-escalation training for that kind of shit. It's, it's rough. It's rough. And it's totally, it's, it's so like, pick your battles. And like, if you do it, you gotta be ready to die on that hill. Mm-hmm. There was one guy at the grocery store we had to kick out because he was using slurs and just generally being a piece of shit. You wouldn't outright call people slurs, but he would use them like while talking mm. to like the POC that worked at the grocery store. 
just stupid as fuck. Don't do that. Don't be a fucking asshole. And so like we had multiple customer complaints as well as multiple employee complaints, like all at the same time about this guy. So we had to go kick him out. Like you go and you talk. I like I went up to him and I and I told him that he had to leave. And it immediately, immediately with his reaction, I realized, oh, this is a guy who needs who needs like mental health and then mental health help. You know, because he starts screaming about how the feds put us up to it. And I was like, man, like, no, we just like we don't want you being in here if you're gonna be shitty. And then it's just like a bunch of fucking 20 year olds. 20 something it's like the oldest one in the group of people that had to deal with it was like 27 i was like 24 you gotta get this grown-ass man out of the store i don't want to call the police so like nine times out of ten i hold my hand i hold the phone up to my head head and i say i'm on the phone with the police they're gonna be here soon without making a call you know Mm. thank god i've never had anybody call my bluff it's rough. It can be really rough. Like for every, thankfully for me, I've had way more positive or just bizarre encounters than I have had really negative ones, but they're out there and they're, they're really rough to deal with. If you could get every person just like, especially people who have never worked in retail before and just get them together and just give them a brief code of conduct that they need to follow or should follow what what would that look like just like a really brief this is the fucking way you should be acting in stores i would sit them down with children when we're teaching them manners and i'd have them learn manners and how to be polite because that's all it is And, you know, like as somebody who's like been a management, been in a management spot, like like not high management, but like 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 supervisor positions and shit, people fuck up like mistakes get made at every everywhere. And as a consumer. You totally have the right to be like. You know, you can you can you can approach someone and say, hey, this was wrong. Without being quote-unquote a Karen about it you know you can be polite it's, it's basically be polite like that's it that's it that's it yeah. wait like especially like that was one of the things that really like I didn't understand in a grocery store I was like you're in a grocery store right now like can't you just be a little more chill just calm down and just be a little more chill and put your goddamn carts back yeah that's what the cool. fuck why do people not do that like who fucking know. raised you or didn't I have, raise you, I guess. Like I have found a, I found a, like, I think it's like an Instagram or YouTube page. It's called the cart narc, I believe. Oh. And he just strolls around. Like, I don't know if it's like when he's out shopping or if he does this, like, like I'm going to go do this on a Saturday afternoon. Um, but he'll go and like call people out for not putting their cart back. And he had like a bumper sticker magnet that he put on someone's car once. This is, I don't put my cart back. Oh my God. I want those but fucking stickers. Make that bitch a sticker. You really think about your actions. I would have so much. I have, I would have so much issue putting a sticker on someone's car that I don't know. 
I you'd I'd have to be in a really ballsy mood, I guess. But I yeah, I'd have to have at least a few drinks in me. To if even anyone it. out there wants to do that, I support you in that action because fuck, just put the card away. There's there's always places close by, and you don't have to like even like I don't know if there's no clear spot, just put it like at least close to something. Don't just leave it around. I yeah. I don't know, man. Some people's kids. I just now remembered about this guy who was at at the dispensary that I work at. He like he came in with a buddy who didn't have a card and his buddy came up and it's you've been in the dispensary. It's a really small room. Mm -hmm. It's not like a big room like my like the place that I live at. The living room is bigger than like the sales floor and this guy went and the, the, he's he was a patient he was a patient like i knew his name i had his birthday and his phone number like in our system mm -hmm. and he had his friend come up and talk to me and while his friend was talking to me about potentially signing up for a card he went and grabbed a hat off of the hat rack put the hat on and then tried to hide himself behind his friend mm -hmm. like he was trying to steal this hat and he's like like he's like hiding and like looking over, like looking out uh, the corner of his eye, like peeking over, peeking out from behind the back of his friend. <laughs> and he like leaves, he turns around and he tries to get the, the friend to be behind him in between him and me. And I was like, hey, man, you're going to pay for that hat. And I just, and I just like, like I could, I could not, not fucking believe the doll of this guy. guy. I, 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 I wish, wish that, that I had security, security footage, footage of, it. of it because I mean, I'm, I know my job does, but I just haven't seen it. It's so ridiculous. He's, he wasn't like a small guy either. Like he wasn't big, big, but he definitely was like, he had big burly shoulders. And this is just like trying to make himself as tiny as he could be to hide behind his twig build friend. And maybe if he doesn't see me wearing his hat, I can sneak out with it. What a way to rep a brand. Like next time he just comes in with it on, like, well, I don't he... know. Like <laughs> he had he a he it? had a hat. No, he did not buy it. Oh. No, he put it back. But he had a he already had a hat. It wasn't like I need a hat, so I'm gonna steal one. No, he had we had given him a hat previously. Oh yeah, I like I got a shirt. Mm -hmm. I have it. It's comfy. We don't do it anymore because it's too busy. Because oh. we, we like they go so fast um but like yeah no this was like at a point where like if you showed up for your first time would give you a shirt or give you a hat and he definitely got one and he was just like he's the kind of guy though who like when we put like the free like stickers and stuff out uh -huh. on the counter he'll grab like one from every register and then try and like sneak it into his pocket so we don't know what he's doing you can just take a sticker. Dude, I'll, I'll take like 20 stickers. I'm shameless about it. It's like, oh, yeah. stickers. Like, steal the things that aren't stealing. Like, you're encouraged. And yeah, if they were giving the hats away, you could have just been like, oh, he gets a hat, right? Or like, yo, I lost my hat. Can I, like, at least I mean, if he would have told me he lost his hat, if he, if he told me he lost his hat, I probably would have given him one. Yeah, exactly. It's like people just don't have manners. That's what it comes back to. That's It's literally, that's literally like, 
I was trying to think of other things I would do. Like what's the, what would the correct protocol? There's not really a correct protocol to be in, in like a, like being a, a, like a customer in a retail setting. Just don't be a dick. Yeah. That's it's like, just don't be a dick. Like, I don't know if you wouldn't do it to your, like, I don't know. I'm going to say, if you wouldn't do it to your friends, don't do it to the, don't do it to the fucking cashiers. Don't, don't do it in the store. Just have have a modicum of respect for the place that you're in. Oh, oh man, I don't know if I should say this one. There you should was probably one, say it. Yeah, there was one point when I like I came in. This has nothing to do with, with customers or anything. This is just kind of a ridiculous story about work at that grocery store. I came in one day and it was one of my managing shifts. And the guy who was there previously was like, hey, yo, we're uh if you have a weird guy comes in and asks you for chicken, give him an eight piece. And I was like, okay, sure. I guess I can do that. And he goes, no, no, no. Like, and he goes, no, no, no. Like we're paying this guy and paying this guy and to repaint the stripes, to around, repaint the store. The stripes around the store. <laughs> and I was like, what? And they're like, yeah, no, we found this guy and he's going to paint stripes. So like the grocery store I worked, used to work at along like where the walls met the ceiling right underneath it on the walls. There were these two stripes in like the store's color. Illegal. Number one. Next. Is it illegal to do that? yeah yeah you'd have to hire a contract i mean like oh i thought I you would... were talking about having the stripes up there i was whoa you can't i didn't have know stripes that. up there yeah, I was like, oh my eyes beth knows all about montana stripe laws oh no sorry uh but yeah no laws. right like oh my fucking god <laughs> like and then so like i'm like doing my shit and i like walk out and there's a guy standing on top of the dairy coolers painting and I was like, oh, he didn't even come in and introduce himself to me or say, hi, I'm here. And I walk up to him and I was like, hey, man, so like I'm told I'm supposed to give you some chicken. <laughs> and he goes, no, nah, I already got it. And I was just dumbfounded. I was like, dude, you could have doubled your profit. Yeah. You could have got 16 pieces instead of oh, eight. Man. And I'm sure that they paid him real cash as well. I just I was not. For the record, I was not involved. I was not like high enough in that company to be involved in like the paying of that guy. It's like he definitely could have gotten paid as well. And then also given chicken. I was just only talked about, told about the chicken. So I, in my head, assume that this guy got paid in chicken. This uh, was so fun. Yeah. Seth, thank you so much for doing this. Talking yeah. shit with me. Thanks for having me on. Definitely was a blast. Yeah. Down to talk shit all the time. Dude, fucking working retail. Retail sucks. <laughs> I'm so props to you for doing it. I cannot handle it. I, I like, honestly, like one of the things, like I did theater when I was in high school and when I was at my second retail job, like a month into it I was like hey you know this is like a really good place to just like throw out your acting chops and I remember having just the worst fucking day and I was just hey how are you doing are you ready can I can I what can I help you with all right it's going to be 35.97 and then as soon as they left like my face went from smile to just like oh I fucking hate my life 
And my supervisor like looked over at me and he goes, holy shit, dude, you got like a really good, you can fucking do that. And I was like, shit, I guess I can. Well, we're going to coast. <laughs> we're going to coast. And that's, I don't know. There's like totally like a switch. You just got to like flip it off. Just like I'm, I honestly, I had a really hard time thinking of the shitty parts because I just kind of like, I let them happen. And then I'm like, all right, you just can't let that define the job, your day, that person, if you're willing to be a really, really good person, which sometimes I am and sometimes I'm not because sometimes people just suck. Yeah. We just do our best. That's, that's all you can do, you know? Yeah. 